Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya. show of Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about sex, infidelity, HIV, and some of us that we know, we have friends, we have family who say, I should have cheated, but some of us have cheated on significant others. I shouldn't say us. I have never cheated. Let me just clarify that. Let me clarify that. But I know a lot of friends, a lot of wives who are cheat on their husbands, and we think that all men cheat. Well, we're going to talk about that tonight. Women, sex, infidelity, HIV. It's Women's Month. We're having all these shows to help women be their absolute best and overcome issues that hinder them. So let us get right into it. We have our co-host for the evening. It is Second Thursday, and we're excited to have, again, the love man himself, Mr. Lothario Boyd. Hello, Mr. Hello, Boyd. hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Um, peachy, peachy keen. I will be so glad when this weather breaks and it stays hot. Forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we got cold weather once again, and it was like 60 Tuesday, and now it's like 30. Y'all have that weather too? We had 80 Monday, 75 Tuesday, 65 yesterday, and like 50 today. Oh but it's, we're supposed to get some freezing precipitation, so. We are too. But, uh, but you know what? I am so excited about the topic for today, the topics and the guests that we have. And you know what? I I just couldn't wait till six o'clock so I could be with my friend, my idol, Tanya White. Lothario, you're so gracious. I love <laughs> having you on the show. And once again, you're going to be here every second Thursday, correct? Yes. 
Yeah. We're going to talk about love and relationships every second Thursday. We're going to keep it real. We're going to keep the topics hot. But, Lothario, tell us who you are once again, where you hail from, and all that great stuff. Okay. I'm Lothario Boyd, author of The Man's Guide to Finding the Perfect Mate. Yes, there is such a thing. Uh-huh. The subtitle is called <clears throat> The Art of Finding and Keeping a Lasting Relationship. I am a um, originally born in New Jersey, but I am currently living in Greensboro, North Carolina with my 11-year-old son. I am a relationship coach. Um, I do one-on-one coaching as well as couples coaching. Um, that's going very well. Um, I do uh, motivational speaking. I'm available for speaking engagements. Um, I'm just helping not only men understand our proper roles in relationships, um, but also to help women uh, redefine what their expectations should be and to say, hey, you know what, I can't, it's okay if I'm picky, it's okay if I want what I want. I'm telling men and women the same thing. Um, and, and, and helping men to become the leaders that we're supposed to be, the high priests that we're supposed to be, the providers and protectors that we were made to be. And you are doing a fantastic job. I love oh, well, my book. You. Everybody tries to steal my book, Lothario. And you know what I tell them? <laughs> No, my brother. No, my sister. You have got to get your own. Tell us where we can get that book. You can get the book. uh, You can go to my website at Gibraltar, um, and it's spelled just like the Rock of Gibraltar, G-I-B-R-A-L-T-A-R, publications.com, and you can just order it off online that way through uh, PayPal. I'm not in in retail stores yet, uh, at least not nationally, um, a couple of stores locally here in Greensboro, but um, um, I'm doing the hustler thing, you know, straight out of the trunk. But it's getting to the point that, <laughs> you know, I, if it was good enough for, you know, R. Kelly and Diddy and all of these folks, it's good enough for me too. But I am getting to the point where um, with the demand that's that's out there now, I am going to have to start um, expanding into some retail outlets to, um, to get the to do more to get the book out. But right now you can go to that website and, and uh, order it and just pay for it through PayPal. Yes. Go directly. Let me just give this little tip for people and self-published authors. We love it when you come directly to us mm-hmm. because why? We get the direct money. <laughs> right. directly Absolutely. to publication. Right. This book is, listen, Lothario, it's on my top ten, Tanya's favorite book. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. has got me blushed. Oh, my God. It's highlighted. Uh, It's red marked. It's starred everything because, you know, I have to know, I have to remember what I am worth. That's what the book tells you and what mm -hmm. I need to be looking for. Well, and it's funny. be looking for me? Right. Well, it's funny, Tanya, that um, it, it parallels your awesome book, Relationship Reruns. And even though we're a man and a woman, it's it's funny how we end up saying a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and John John Gray wrote a book several years ago called Women Are from Mars, Men Are from Venus, or we're one from one of the planets. I can't I might have backwards, but it implies that we are from two different planets, which means two completely different points of origin. But I like to think that I'm from. You know, I'm from Ar- the, Antar- the Arctic Circle, and, and women are from Antarctica, mm-hmm. two different places but on the same planet. So there's yeah. still a point of commonality. It's just how we relate to each other. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just scary how, 
how much your book um, says it has, it has the same relationship principles as my book does. And we never talked about it. We never, we, we never even met until I just happened to send you that email um, yes. some weeks ago. So, but, our, but by then, both of our books were out, and we were saying the same thing to both sexes. You know, men stand up, women stand up. Both sexes need to expect more and do more. Yes. And, you know, it just goes back to show you the old cliche, great minds think alike, don't they? Oh, so true, so true. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lucario, we have three hot authors on tonight as we talk about sex, infidelity, HIV. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have our first author. She's going to come on in about five, six minutes. Okay. Angel Michelle, she's written the book, Another Woman's Husband. Oh, my gosh. This is a hot book, too. Hot, hot yeah. book. Then we have Jacqueline Moore. Her book, Serving Justice, is going to be released in April. And okay. then the last segment, Miss Keisha Dawn, By the Grace of God. Uh, I've read that book so many times. It, it's just unreal. Uh, she's going to be talking about her book. And okay. it's just it's going to be a hot show. You know why? Because we have the most lovable and incredible co-host with us. <laughs> you are too kind. Stop it. <laughs> That's why I love you. You're always so great. <laughs> Women take notice. You see how she encourages me and strokes my ego? Hey. That's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. If, shoot, if she was here, she could get my checkbook, wallet, shoot, credit card. Hey. <laughs> shoot. The Listen, key. Make me feel I good. I my womanhood. Say. I know the power <laughs> that we have. But listen, Lothario, no, it's all real. It's all true because it's real right. talk with Tanya White. Nothing exactly. I say is a joke. I don't have time for that anymore. That's, As you that's know. Exactly right. But exactly listen, Lothario, right. yeah. you know, I planned, I planned our shows. We, we planned our shows back in November for our first uh-huh. quarter, 2009. Mm-hmm. And it just amazes me how each topic is like is talked about in other little circles and environments. So I get uh-huh. my Essence magazine. For April, I'm an Essence subscriber. And guess what is on the cover? Hmm. Uh, articles about yeah. HIV, single, being uh-huh. married. This is an article about sex and infidelity in women. Uh-huh. I said, oh, my God. So I felt really good that I was in the same flow as Essence, one right. of the premier magazines. Well, you America. just... I mean, you said it moments ago. Great minds think alike. Oh. So what a so what a test. No greater witness than that right there. Um, well, that this is one of my dreams to be in Essence to do a article for Essence and hopefully be on their bestseller list. So I'm just gonna throw it out there and send those vibrations out there. <laughs> well, if they're smart, they'll pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call Tonya White. Um, but we listen. We're gonna talk about this article before Angel Michelle comes on. Okay. And they had some scenarios. A lot of people think women don't cheat. <laughs> Have you got I know better. <laughs> Listen, you know, innocent good girls do not cheat, do they, Lothario? Well, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. But, you know, the landscape is changing uh, so much. <laughs> and. so? Uh, well, I tell you what, I read an article recently, and I made a copy of it, and it talked about how women now, with the, with the advent of women in the workplace, how now they are looking for 
not ne- and these are not necessarily loose or immoral women. They're just looking for uh, temporary satisfaction through the, the company of a man that may or may not be married. Um, where and and they're okay with him being married because they know at the end of their treat he's going home. There's no long-term commitment, and yes. and they're okay with, and they're okay with that. Yes, you know uh, what? And Jamie Fox, his new CD, Intuition, has a song called "Weekend Lover." <laughs> that hits that point right there. Talks mm-hmm. about how a woman doesn't. She's so busy doing the week with family, with job. Um, all that, and she just needs a weekend lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, somebody for the moment, you know, maybe not Mr. Right, but Mr. Right Now. Hey, Mr. Right Now, and I talk about that also in relationship reruns. Look, there you go. And that's number yes. 15 on Black <laughs> Christian Book Company for mm-hmm. the month of March. Can you believe that? Of course I can. I'm, I don't understand why it's not number one. Oh, oh, we're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Well, but, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just a matter of people knowing that it's out, that you're out there, yeah. and and, get, and putting their hands on it. So, you know, everybody, go get it. Relationship reruns by Tanya White. And go get you the man's guide sorry. finding the perfect mate. Also, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about some of these scenarios, Lothario, before uh, Angel Michelle comes on in about four minutes. From okay. the article, Sex, Lies, and Infidelity, I'm just going to give you some scenarios. And it's in the April 2000 issue of Essence Magazine. Pages, if you want the page number, starts on page 124. I was, uh, I wouldn't say I was floored, but I was like, okay, finally somebody's talking about the dirty little things that women do. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we just kind of give the brothers a hard time. And some women, and I know I have some in my family, do the same thing. So why don't you mm-hmm. read a scenario? Do you have that with you, Lothario? I do. I have it right here. Lothario's going to read Dina's story. We're going to talk about it before Angel Michelle comes on, the author okay. of Another Woman's Husband. Okay. Um, and this is Dina's story. Dina met her lover at one of the many charity cocktail receptions that her husband couldn't attend. Um, and she says it wasn't a pickup. He is married and I'm married. It was a great conversation, Dina recalls. Yet she knew she wanted to see him again. She RSVP'd to events hoping her new friend would be there. She started to dress slightly sexier at the thought of running into him. Months passed before Dina saw him again at a gala reception. They were both alone. They exchanged numbers and soon started to talk on the phone. She lied to her husband Mm. saying that the calls were work-related. First thing, you're wrong, man. After a year of phone calls and emails with her new friend, he finally convinced her that they needed to spend some time alone together. Mm. Was that a pimp move, Lothario? That's a straight-up pimp move. (laughs) But but he really tested the waters with the phone calls and and the emails. And His so he got to you got to pay attention. But the thing is, men, look at this. This is how it all started. Receptions that her husband couldn't attend. Look, go with you, girl. You don't have to like it. You it's not about you liking it. It's like you it's it's about you being with her and sharing in something that she's a part of. Okay. Go show your face. Don't be a sourpuss. Make yourself friend make yourself friendly. Work the room. 
you're going to be surprised at how much it's going to help you, how many points you're going to get. Yeah. That, Tanya, I can't. That's a whole other topic, ain't it? A whole other, that's a whole other show. A whole other topic we're going to talk about every Thursday. And and look at this. It was great conversation. Yes. Men, you got to talk to you. (laughs) You got to talk to Women love conversation. Intelligent conversation. Oh, intelligent. Thank you, Lothario. Stimulate the mind. Yes, because you know it's it's a communicate. It's the communication aspect. But but let me let me finish. Yeah, even after the buildup, when Dina got to the hotel, nothing sexual happened. Mm. Instead, they talked. But now here's the thing: that talking is building intimacy, so it's even deeper than physical. Mm. Okay. Eventually, after the emails and phone conversations became filled with sexual tension, she went back, see, she went back to the hotel and for the first time in 20 years had sex with someone who wasn't her husband. Wow. She says, having someone who adores you changes how you see yourself and how you behave, says Dina. Sometimes you don't realize you are unhappy until you get a taste of something else. Woo! Mm-hmm. Let me read that again. That was good. Sometimes you don't realize you are unhappy until you get a taste of something else. Mm-hmm. Five years later, the relationship continued to be something she couldn't give up. She got addicted. Are addicted. There are so many, because now she's got an intimate bond with this man. Yes. Okay, there are so many women stuck in these golden cages and people looking in think our lives are glam and wonderful because we have stuff, Dina says. Life isn't about stuff. Right. How about that? Mm-hmm. So men spending all this money, <laughs> you better uh, – and that's good. I'm not saying don't do that. But you better invest in listening and having some good conversation. And when your wife, and when your wife or your significant other says, will you go with me to this thing? Man, forget the game, forget your boys. Hey, go on and get that suit out the cleaners, if you have one, or a sport coat or whatever, and say, honey, I would love to, and make mm-hmm. her feel like she's the most, the, the best thing since sliced bread. I'm oh, telling you, God. you better do it, man, because yeah. if you don't, someone else will. Oh, that, let me tell you, that was, I read that, I was like, woo, he's a, he's a yeah. Said, yeah. I've been so many times, I can recognize it. <laughs> Uh, but uh, she pimps, she she has some pimp skills too, Lothario. Yeah, she did. I can't she understand did. why her husband didn't notice her, you know, dressing sexier and sexier, and going to these events, and then finally she looked like she probably didn't ask him. Yeah, and the thing about it is, it probably started off maybe one or two events a month. Yeah. And I, and it and it probably I bet she was going to maybe one or two by four. It was all said and done. She was probably going to one or two a week. Yeah, because in, in the article says she was she was looking for him and he didn't show up for a couple. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, she yeah. was looking for him. She was on the hunt. And, and now, now she stayed on the hunt for months. So apparently, whatever dude was dropping on her, <laughs> it was hot and heavy because you he don't. Didn't just, you mind. Don't, I'm saying he was stimulating her to the point that she couldn't get enough. She yeah. was like an addict. She was an addict. She was addict. She already made up her mind what she was gonna do. Yeah. And uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Listen, we, somebody said in the chat, "This is a hot story. Where can I get it?" 
This is in essence April 2009 edition, and it's going to hit stands in a couple of weeks. It's a very pretty cover, too. It has Taraji P. Henson, Serena Williams, and uh, Iman on the cover. Uh, so get it. It is a hot article. We're going to revisit it back. But, Lothario, we have come to the point where Miss Angel Michelle is going to be our first guest. Uh, but before, we want we want to hear your comments, too. So call 347-215-6446. Welcome, everyone, in the chat. Uh, we got so many people in the chat. You know what there you are. It's hard for me to keep up, but we love you. Even if we, I don't we really do. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't call your name, but I see you and I'm trying to keep up. Uh, if you're uh, first time Real Talk listeners, Real Talk, but we are profanity free, yet we still have fun, don't we, Lothario? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Good, oh. wholesome, clean fun. Yes, and you can yes. see Lothario kicks the knowledge, and he's going to be with us. <laughs> Every second Thursday, as we talk about love and relationships, but we have on the line right now Miss Angel Michelle. She's the author of Another Woman's Husband, dealing with women and infidelity. And Lothario, we have to calm her down. She says she's nervous, but she doesn't have to be nervous, does she? Nah, nah. We just bite a little bit. Fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> so welcome to Real Talk for the first, but not the last time, Miss Angel Michelle. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Fine, how are you doing? I'm good, thank Very you. Good. Thank you for having me, Tanya. Hi, hi, Lothario, how are you? Hi, Angel, Michelle, how are you? How are you? How I'm are good, you? thank you. I'm good. <laughs> good, good, glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Listen, we're going to have fun, Angel. Okay, I'm I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, just sit <laughs> back. Just we're sitting on a porch talking about okay. this awesome book, Another okay. One's Husband. Okay. And before we dig into your book, tell us who you are, where you're from, and why you came up with this hot, hot topic. But there you go. I'm going to have to send you a copy. It's a hot cover. Please. Okay. Please. A hot cover. When I say hot. Say hot? Like burning hot? Like. got to put on some gloves, man. Oh, Lord, I like those. I like those. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I need. Green <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, I'm I'm here. Um. Who am I? I am just regular old angel. Um, I am originally from Florida. Now I reside in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to be an author. Uh, the story from the story "Another Woman's Husband" is actually uh, based on a real situation. Um, but I'd sat back and I'd watched um, a lot of my friends go through the same thing that uh, that Bree went through. And um, I just kind of wanted to put it in book form and, and give the, the characters life so that the readers can kind of, if they're in the same situation, they could kind of step out of the situation and see the stupidity, see the naivety, and just see the situation from the outside looking in and maybe like, Reevaluate their own. That was really the purpose, as well as entertainment. Um, you know, because it, this is not a unique situation. I mean, it's going on everywhere. And from the everywhere, feedback I've Angel. got from the book, um, women can really relate to whether they're Brie or they relate to Nisi or they know a Dre. Um, you know, they they really can feel it, and and it, it, 
the characters, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that the characters remind them of someone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we have yeah. some people in the chat who've read your book, and they mm-hmm. say it's a really good book, and you leave uh, us wanting more, Miss Angel. Well, thank you. Miss um, Ms. Jackie, your, your next guest, I believe, she gave me an awesome review, and I yeah. just wanted to say thank you, and I am really waiting for Serving Justice to come out. I can't wait to get my copy. But um, I just wanted to say thank you for that to Miss Moore. All right. With Lothario is going to ask you some questions. I'm trying to keep up with chat, but I'm going to jump in okay. and out, Angel, okay. okay? Okay, okay. That's fine. Okay. Well, like, so you've, you've already explained, uh, you know, a little bit about the inspiration um, behind the writing of the book. But what 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 would you say you would want people to take away from from this this awesome work that you did? What 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 were you trying to? What would you say to the reader that um, this is what I want you to get out of it? Um, <clears throat> aside from being entertained, I I really would like for the readers to kind of put themselves in Bree's situation. And and I think that as you're reading, you you notice all the red flags, you notice all the signs, and and it, it's kind of like you can see where she should have, you know, turned around or said stop, no, this is it, I'm not doing this. I kind of want you know people to just be able to look at that situation and 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 see everything that is wrong about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because there's there's so many lessons in in that book that that you, that you can take and apply to your own situation if you're in something like that. You mm-hmm. know, um, so so basically, I wanted them to be entertained, and I wanted you know women in the same situation to be able to um, reevaluate their own situation if they were in something similar. Oh, I see, I see. So, um, you see the back of the book, Lothario. Say again. Let me read the back of her uh, book, the synopsis. I forgot to do that. Yes, please. All right. Bree is her main character, correct, Angel? Yes, Tanya. Okay, it says Bree Michaels is young, sexy, single, and raising two children alone. As if being single isn't bad enough, Bree has a problem. She misses having that special someone in her life. It's been a while, but Bree isn't desperate or even looking for love when things jump off. She never wanted to be someone's slide and definitely never wanted to be the other woman. In Bree's mind, she's a catch, wifey material. It was when she met Dre, her fine and married neighbor, that all of her self-control and morals flew out the window. Bree surprises herself by her willingness to compromise her soul, which is key, to be with Dre. Things get hectic when Dre's wife, Nisi, begins to suspect the true nature of the friendship between Bree and Dre. Nisi goes crazy when she tells when she learns the truth. She vows not to let Bree break up her family or take her man not without a fight. Sounds like she went to that Jasmine Sullivan uh, uh, rage, did she? <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. <find> out. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to read it. But but now here's the, the thing that I'm wondering, I, and I, and you guys help me with this. Why does the woman? Seem to always want to fight the other woman. That's what I was going to ask, Lothario. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, you go ahead. I want to know too. I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, you know, what helped me, because I'm like, if In my I, little, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, because no, I'm just thinking in my little peanut brain, I'm saying the other guy, he, he can't do anything, for instance, in my, if, in my situation, if I found out that my spouse or my, my girlfriend was cheating. I, I'm not going to be really mad at the other guy mm-hmm. because he can't do anything to her that she doesn't let him do right. or that, that she doesn't invite him to do. I I understand that completely, and that's coming from a male male perspective. Exactly. I I believe, in my little opinion, that I mean, and I thought about this question for a long time, but I believe that it's easier for women to blame the other woman mm-hmm. because they don't want to believe that their their partner, their man, their husband, or whoever just went out and did that. That woman has to have some kind of magic voodoo spell on him or something that is is causing him to stray. I think it's just easier for women to to uh, blame the other woman because they don't want to believe that their husband is actually the 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 person who who's responsible. Ditto, uh, Angel. And but mm-hmm. see on the on the back end, like you said, Lothario, if your wife was to cheat on you, you would automatically go to her. Uh, and sometimes women, we're emotional, and like mm-hmm. you said, Angel, it's easy to say mm-hmm. she did this to yeah. our marriage. Then, first of all, look at your husband, and then look yeah. at some things that you contributed exactly. because it's a two-way street. Exactly. And you know, and women, they they you know how they say that you're not supposed to tell your girlfriends everything that you go through in your relationship because they're gonna look at your your partner differently than than you do when you go back or you know when you break up and make up and stuff and it's kind of like the same thing you know you you just want to believe the 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 best about your man well i've i've been married twice before i don't know if i told you that before Tanya. i think i did and i my second wife um cheated on me Mm -hmm. and i found out who it was Mm -hmm. and it turns out it was somebody that I knew, and he was married also. But when I found out about it, I wanted to talk to him, just talk. And I, I called him up, and I invited him to lunch, and he agreed. And we went, and we talked. And I explained to him, you know, I can't, we can't, we, you guys' point of commonality is that you're both having trouble in your marriage. But I, wa- I wanted, I want to work something out with my wife and I can't do that if you're distracting her. Mm-hmm. So could you allow me the leeway? Could you give me the space to see if we can work this out? Now, I had, and, and we must have been going, I know, and I paid for lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I treated. And that, that let me know, number one, that I was truly saved because mm-hmm. uh, I, <laughs> I didn't go up there trying to rant and rave and tear up the office and make a scene. But, it was, but in, in, in understanding that she was cheating on me, it was a realization that I wasn't, in order for her to do that, feel like she had to do that, apparently I was missing something. Because I firmly believe that as a general rule, women don't just arbitrarily cheat. I think they feel compelled to do it because they're not getting something out of the relationship that they are needing. I agree. As As a general rule. Men, on the other hand, we have a tendency to do things because we can. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, so. You know. I I agree completely, completely. Yeah. Okay. Good conversation in the chat. Wow. Oh, man, yeah. People are loving your book, Angel. Um, Thank you. Can you give us your contact information while while we're at this little pause break? Yes. Um, You can always email me at angelmichelle at hotmail.com. I'm on every social network you can think of from MySpace to Facebook to IC Color to everything. Um, But if you really want to contact me, you can always email me. Okay. At angelmichelle.com? And Michelle is spelled M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E at hotmail.com. Yeah, we got some great conversation. We have some... uh, uh, Zakir Z, I'm just gonna call him Z. Mm-hmm. Um, mess up his name. He said, "Latheria, you are better than him because he would have laid hands on a uh, dude uh, and prayed for his recovery." <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> oh, I but love the real talk on real talk. <laughs> but, anyway. but here's the but here's the revelation that I had. I could have gone and done that, but at the okay. end, after the fight, after it's over with, nothing has changed. Right. right. Either he beat me up, I beat him up, we beat each other up. But at, after it's done, the situ- I'm still in the same situation. I just now I just got bruises. And you know, when you get older, you can't do you can't do all that fighting because it takes yeah. you a couple more days to recover. <laughs> I know. You know, I, know <laughs> I can't take time off from good. work. <laughs> but this um, of a recovered fighter, Z. But exa- I know. He- <laughs> I know exactly. So, and there wasn't a, any point. I wasn't really angry at him. Right. I was really angry at her for not expressing to me that she there was something that she was needing that she wasn't getting. And then I was angry at myself because I felt like somehow I wasn't measuring up. I wasn't the man that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So did, that, that kind of tugged at your self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, it it took something from me. It took something from me. And it was it took a while for me to recover that. It took a while for me for me to recover that, but I guarantee uh, any from here on in the the next one because I'm going to get married again. <laughs> I guarantee she won't ever feel like that ever again because so I know what to do now. What are the things that you you look uh, you look back on that uh, that you could have done differently or uh, that she could have done different? We know the communication was lacking. Yeah, that's, I that's, always I always tell people who are in relationships, even friendships. Uh, at a certain level, if you call somebody wife, husband, uh, best friend, there should be a, a certain comfortability that yeah. you can talk about any and everything Anything. without fear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes uh, we put titles on people who haven't earned our trust or respect, and then mm-hmm. we say, oh, I can't talk to you. Well, it was probably something lacking in those little links leading up to trying to build a relationship. So True. what? So what uh, what do you think, Lothario, what was lacking? Oh, well, number one, we weren't friends before we got married. We knew each other, but we weren't friends. Uh-huh. Um, we we didn't have open lines of communication where we could talk about anything. Um, I don't know that she genuinely liked me as a person. I think she thought I was a good man, but I don't know that she knew, that she liked me. Um, and, and when you have that, if she did, she would have been talking to me Right. instead of another man about what was going on in our relationship because right. I'm the one who could do something about it, not not this other man. Exactly. Um, I, okay. And as far, as far as what she should have, 
you know, I, I never think it's a good idea to talk about marital problems with someone of the opposite sex. Oh, no, no. Uh, and especially emotion, some, you get caught up in an emotional affair quickly like that. Quickly, quickly. And, and because that's a very, and, and talking on that type of level, you build intimacy very quickly mm-hmm. because you're sharing, you're being vulnerable, you're sharing yourself. And that's where a lot of affairs, a lot of affairs start that way because people are just trying to be friends. Yeah. And you develop this, and, oh, I under, she doesn't understand you like I do. Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, she doesn't listen to me like you do. You're always here for me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, you know, they're at, they're at the, uh, the Clarion or, the, or the, mm-hmm. the Marriott, you know, waking up naked, right. <laughs> you right. know, and, and asking themselves, how did we get here? So and then and then when you do talk to someone about your marital problems, talk to someone who has shown, who has a track record of success, and who is happy to be married. Mm, say that again, Luther. You're so profound. Well, again, if you're having marital problems, talk to another married couple who has a track record of success and who are happy being married. You're going to get better You're going to get better advice in that arena, it's particularly, and, and I'm saying it because this is where I am, particularly from a Christian couple. Yes. Yes. You. What do you think about that, Angel? I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with that. It, it really would be beneficial to, to speak to someone who's happy <laughs> in their relationship. Happy. And, you, you know, because we've been programmed as a society, you get married and you're supposed to be marriageable. So, right. you know, you have to be deprogram yourself. I know I want a happy, and I'm going to have a happy, fabulous, and fierce marriage. And so I have to reprogram myself and some of those things like the, the communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you know you have to, it's hard sometimes to communicate the vulnerability. But like you said, when you have somebody that you really love, it, it shouldn't be a barrier. And we have some great conversation in the chat once again. Jackie Moore said, when someone is touching your spirit, it is easy to fall for the trap. It is, certainly is because spiritual connections are more sensual and uh, ooh, mm-hmm. so stimu- more stimulating um, mm-hmm. right. than even the physical. So I yeah. agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I had a friend who, who uh, it was a female friend who had a male as a prayer partner. Oh, and I said, no. I said no, honey, no, no. you don't want to do that. I said, because nothing is more intimate. There's no more intimate conversation than prayer. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're going to end up falling for this guy. No, I'm not, Lothario. No, I'm not. Okay, why six weeks later, Lothario, I need to talk to you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I've fallen. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I try to t- And I, I try not to say I told you so, mm-hmm. but I did. I did. And, mm-hmm. and now she's the you know, now she's the wiser for it, but she's got all this emotional connection now that she has yeah. to deal with. And but let me ask. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I was going to ask um, Angel in in her writing the book. Um, were there things in writing about either Bree or um, or Dre or um, Nisi? Were there things that she saw or that you saw, Angel, in your own experience? That was kind of cathartic for you as you were writing. As you were writing the story, um, were there things that maybe you had experienced that maybe writing the book helped you um, cope with, or deal with, or get over? Oh, most 
Definitely. Um, <laughs> I felt that, Angel. Huh? I said, I felt your, your, your passion on that. You know, okay, uh, Bree's story is is uh, is really, really close. So very, 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 very close to my own story. So the writing of, of the book was really like therapy. And when I was able to put Bree into those same situation that I was in, I was able to to look at, to see the signs, you know, to see where where I went wrong, you know. When when people have affairs, it, it it's not just one person to blame. Even even though you may want to put the majority of the blame on someone, the 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 man or the other woman, it, all parties are at fault. And it was easier mm-hmm. for me to see. The, the part that I played in the whole in my own situation when when I put Bree into that same situation and and walked her through every step of everything it was just easier to see everywhere I went wrong. So it sounded like you was uh, you was uh, dealing with some yourself and that's you know most great writers who write great stories they come to that point okay oh, yeah. I this is what happened to me this is what I've learned I'm gonna be open because. There are so many people in the chat saying your book is awesome. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Yes, get another woman's husband. Tell us where, Angel, because our time has quickly come. I know. And I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me, though. Um, We're going to have you back because we're going to loosen you up. And you look jumpy, so you look quiet, because I know, because I'm, I'm a quiet person. He sounds person. so sweet, like oh, he's like, wow. like 17 or something. 17. Oh, my goodness. Thank so. you. Now, is this a picture of you on the back cover? Yes, it is. That's you on the bottom left-hand cover? Yes, sir. Man, y'all need to go get the book and see this this woman. Y'all oh, need to go gosh. see Because, uh, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. We're just going to leave it right there. <laughs> Thank you. So, very, very, very. Uh, I, I'm just because now I pulled. I pulled your. I just did a Google search on you, and I pulled, and it came. The book came up, and I'm looking at the cover, and the, and boy, that is steamy. That's it's a hot the, cover, is, isn't it? Yeah. Is that me on the front cover? No, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, There's Girl, a I lot of grays walking around. <laughs> yeah, but um, but, you you can get the book um um May. I'm sorry, not May first, April first on Amazon.com, also from my MySpace page. It will be available, and it will also be uh, in stores. Hopefully, by the summer, you should be able to get it everywhere. Well, this is not even out, so I'm so privileged, Angel Michelle. You have <laughs> sent us pre-copies. I feel so privileged. It's you, actually yeah. on its second run, Tanya. Okay, it, it, okay. It is out, but it, it, it's on its second run. So. Okay. So that is wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're definitely going to read it and have you back and and loosen you up, Angel. Please. I don't want to scare you away the first time. No, now now, now that my time is up, I'm all like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, (laughs) I I would love to come back, and and I appreciate you having me. I had a great time. No, I appreciate you reaching out on MySpace, which is phenomenal. Did you give me a MySpace page? Okay, my MySpace is uh, myspace.com forward slash write or die chick. And that's W-R-I-T-E-O-R-D-I-E-C-H-I-C. 
So friend me up. I'm an avid MySpacer and Facebooker. So yeah. Do you have a, a show yourself? A radio do show? I have a blog talk show? No, I do not. Okay. No, not there yet. You did one. Your voice is so calming. And oh, thank you. Yours too. Yours too. But I appreciate it, you guys, and and I look forward to talking to you both again. Okay. Right. Well, I, we'll definitely be in touch. I know I will. Okay. <laughs> no, I no, will I'm just saying. I, I, need, I e- want some more email information. Me. E- email okay. me, Lothario, okay? okay? I will. I will. I promise All you right. I will. Okay, All right, guys. You have a good night. Thank you. You okay, too. Okay, bye, Angel. Bye-bye. Wow. That was a great interview, and she was so nervous. She sounded so sweet, though. You know how some people, I mean, you have that quality, too. You have that quality, too. But um, but she has, like, that that um, that girl next door, You that girl next door. You have that sophisticated sweet, like, the lady who, even though she's a CEO of her own Fortune 100 company, she still gives back to the community. You're sweet like that. She has that sweet, like, holding daisies, walking barefoot through a field of sweetness. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't mean, I hope I didn't disrespect, I, I don't think she took it that way, but I didn't mean anything by it. But that's just the quality. Both of you have that same quality, that um, that um, approachability, that, um, that, that quality that says, if you want me to help you, I will, Aww. type of thing. Isn't that sweet? You, that's why you're the relationship. And well, that's why you're in Real Talk every second Thursday, <laughs> starting today. Correct? Yes, ma'am. Uh, unless the sun don't rise in the creek. Was it? The sun don't shine in the creek, don't rise. We're going to have fun. But, Dario, we're coming to a break right now before okay. we get with Miss um, Jacqueline Moore, uh, okay. of Serving Justice. But before we go into that, I want you to give some nuggets of wisdom uh, because I know our audience is so captivated by your wise insight. Give us some nuggets of wisdom from your book. Um, okay. Um, I, there are some pocket points where I talk about, and it doesn't necessarily guarantee to a fair-proof your marriage or relationship, but there are some things that you can do to severely, substantially minimize that. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things I say is men pay attention to the, your, your, I'm going to say spouse or your your companion, because the more attention you pay to her, the less it matters if somebody else does. Yes. Uh, the next thing is um, share her common interests, not because you like the interests, but because you like her. So mm-hmm. do the things that she likes to do, because you're going to expect her to do the things that you want to do. Um, engage her in meaningful conversation. She doesn't need you to solve her problems. She needs you to understand how she feels. So if all you do is just say, uh-huh, girl, for real? No. And then what did you do? Just engage her because that's what she needs. She needs affirmation through through connection emotionally. Oh, um, we're going to have to pay you big bucks for this information, Lothario. You're going to no, save somebody's marriage. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really, really trying. But, you know. And the thing about it is, Tanya, is that you guys will tell us when, when, what you need and when you need it. We just have to be perceptive enough and not be so self-absorbed enough to pick up on it and to do something about it. Yes. Listen, men, 
that was wonderful. Thank you. I'm, you know, if I had a collection plate right now, I would <laughs> you take up off. <laughs> and I'm not sure I would take it through. <laughs> which I love the chat is on fire tonight, and we like to welcome Miss Sharon Rainey, um, Annabella, Angel Michelle, our fabulous first guest, Mr. Z, Virtue for Me, uh, Jackie Moore, all the guests. I hope I didn't miss anybody. But Miss Jackie Moore is set on deck in about three minutes to come uh, talk to us about her book, Serving Justice. But I want to take a little break and play some music, talking about sex and infidelity. And, you know, I love music, Lothario, don't you? Yes, I do. And I, and I can tell that you do, too. <laughs> and you, you tell that I take much consideration and strategy mm-hmm. in trying to mm-hmm. intertwine the music with the message. It's always related to our topic, yep. I know. And so we're going to take a break and listen to one of my favorite songs, even though it's about infidelity. It's by Miss Shirley Murdoch, As We Lay. So I'm going to mute you out because I know you're going to sing probably, okay? (laughs) Yeah, and I'd prefer that you don't hear that. (laughs) All right, so we're going to come back right after this song with Jackie Moore, Jacqueline Moore, uh, author of Serving Justice. All right, we'll be back in a second. Love 
back. We're talking sex and fidelity, HIV tonight. We just finished our first segment with Miss Angel Michelle, who was fabulous. She's the author of the book, Another Woman's Husband. And we are to our second segment right now. And we are getting ready to have Miss Jackie Moore. But before we put her on, we're going to click on our co-host, Mr. Boyd. Hello, everyone. Smooches, smooches. You are getting (laughs) rave reviews in the chat. People are saying you are a great host. And I concur. Well, thank you. I just like to thank everybody everybody who made this possible. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) But if it had not been for my friend and mentor and buddy, Tanya White, you guys wouldn't even know who I am. So if we want to thank anybody, thank her for giving me the opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just hear it for Tanya White. Okay, I can't hear you. I can't hear you clap. So let's just give him a wave offering. How about that? Just give him a hallelujah. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. But I, but I do. I don't take it lightly that you have given me the opportunity to express myself in this type of form, and um, and I just want to let you know again how much I sincerely appreciate the opportunity, but but also you and what you're doing um, because we're championing the same cause. But because ultimately, in order to have great relationships, you need to have a great you. And um, we both espouse develop being the best you you can be. So thank you, Tanya White. So very welcome, Mr. Boyd. And we're just going to have so much fun every second Thursday as we talk about love and relationships. Absolutely. I'm so excited! You just don't know how excited I was today, Lodario. Like we're talking. I can I can kind of feel it. I feel the vibe. You guys, yeah, I feel the vibe coming through. Yeah, I feel the vibe. I love, you know, I have grown to love talking. And most people don't know every <laughs> every Thursday I battle anxiety. But um, Are you serious? Oh, my goodness, that's a whole other show. And I will share in April. But And I'll tell you why I battle anxiety in April. But, yes, every Thursday. I'm excited, but it's like, whoo, whoo, whoo. I'm like, anxiety. Um, and, you know, it's just like overcoming that fear, but I love the feedback that uh, Real Talk has been getting and through all the emails, and we do have a testimonial line now, so Lothario, if you want to, you know, call to, let me find the number, that's why we need a, uh, uh, some more help too, uh, I'll give you all the number later, but we do have a testimonial line, so you can call and leave a great message. Uh, so we can put on our website too, with Ariel. No? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we would love to hear because you know we. I, I'll tell you, Tanya. The only way that I really know what's going on is when you say that somebody's in the chat room, um, and so many people are content to just listen. But you guys call in, call in, and let us know that you're out there, and 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 give because we like we feed off of your energy as well. So give us a um, give us a call. And let us know what's going on and. And, you know, what do you think about the show? And, and you know, give us your opinion. And call in. And, call uh, in. Can, do you mind if I give them the number? Can Go I give them the number? Give them the number. You, you're the, a lovable and, co-host. Well, the, the, and the number is uh, 347-215-6446, Real Talk with Tanya White. We would love to hear from you. Yes, and press 1 so that we know that you want to have something to say because that's the way you're uh, – your hand raises. But I did find a number to our testimonial line. Yay. It's 214-615-6505. Call and leave us a brief message, uh, and we would love to hear from you. Just love to hear your voice. And, we love it. 
We'll love it. We'll love it. <laughs> but there you go. We have another fantastic author on the line. She's been so patient, and uh, we're going to give her four times so she doesn't have to worry about that. But All it right. is Jacqueline Moore, and I just found out that she is also a reviewer for A Raw Sisters uh, uh, Reviewers, which is one of the best-known reviewers in the industry. So I am very humbled that she even agreed to come on here and share uh, uh, Jacqueline Moore is the author of Serving Justice, so we're going to click her on uh, so she can get all her time, and she's going to tell us who she is in her own work. So welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Jacqueline Moore. Hello, Miss Moore. Hello, Tanya. How are you? I am fabulous today. How are you? I'm great, but I do have to apologize. I've got a little bit of a head cold, so I'm a little bit congested. Okay, no problem. Yeah, you in uh, Michigan, right? Yes, I am. Oh, that's that cold, cold, oh, cold weather. <laughs> uh, it keeps going from cold to snow to rain to cold. Yeah. We're just waiting for some sunshine here. Are you a native of Michigan, Miss Moore? Well, I was actually, the name is Jackie, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, okay. <laughs> she cleared that up real quick. The name is Jackie. <laughs> I was born, actually born in Memphis, Tennessee, but I've been uh, raised in Michigan. Okay. Other than those summers as a child when you were sent back down south to stay with the relatives. Right. Because oh, I didn't know Michigan, like, had, except for the, Detroit, I didn't know that there were, like, black people in the Midwest like that. I'm, I didn't know. I, I mean, I really did. You know, we don't really like cold weather. Well, okay, maybe, I, maybe that was too much. It was. A, I'm joking. I was stretching for a joke, and apparently I overstepped my bounds. So, huh, no, 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 you, no, no, you didn't. We <laughs> Don't like cold weather. Okay, help me, Tanya. Uh, help me, please. No, Miss Moore. <laughs> We're gonna. I want to talk about this serving justice, but before we get in that, uh, tell us who you are in your own words. Um, I'm Jackie Moore. I am from Detroit, Michigan. Um, this is my first novel. I oh. am a single mother of two. I have two sons. One is 22, and one is 13, and they keep wow. me busy. They are a challenge. But there you are. You have an 11 year old, don't you? I do. I do. And he is um, very, he's athletic. He's musically inclined. He's um, a leader. And it's just, yeah, he keeps me busy as well. He keeps Mm -hmm. me. So I I share, I empathize with her. She's got two. So she's got double the the responsibility. Oh, and it gets, it it really becomes fun when they turn teenagers. Just, Mm -hmm. Just to let you know that. Mm-hmm. Oh well, thank you for prepping me on that. That was um, now. At, now at eleven, I'm just now starting. My son and I are very close, but I'm starting to see that pulling away and asserting of his his own independence. Is that like is that about the same age that you, that yours started or? Kind of, you know what it it, it does, and it, it, I think it's a natural progression. Um, okay. But with most sons, what I've noticed is right around 12, 13, you go through a period that's called the separation summer, and that's when they really don't have time for you. You know, they even when you go to the mall, it's like you can just wait in the car while my friends and I go. (laughs) Wait in the car. (laughs) Wait in the car, or you can come back and pick us up in a couple of hours. And, you know, it's it's just a natural progression of them exerting their own manhood. They're no longer, which is a good thing in my case because that means that they're not going to be mama's boys. Right, right, right. True. That is so true. Well, 
listen, Miss Miss Jackie. I'm gonna call you Miss Jackie. I have an aunt named Jackie. Jacqueline is her name, and we call her Jackie too. So, is it okay if I call you Miss Jackie? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Jacqueline generally meant that you were in trouble. You know, when when your mother oh, called you I know. Whole name. I I I know exactly what you mean. Um, so tell us uh, about serving justice. Love the cover, first of all. Love thank it. you, thank you. Serving justice is a story about a uh, prominent Chicago judge who falls in love with her driver, mm-hmm. and it is not. I repeat, it is not Daddy's little girl. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Are you getting that comparison already? I get that comparison already, and I actually completed uh, the book long before. Tyler Perry's movie came out, mm. and the difference is, is that it it, it really kind of looks at relationships um, from the perspective of how do the people around us influence our choices and who we will ultimately choose as a mate, be it good or bad, and not only the ones that we will choose, but how does it impact, you know, those those same relationships. In other words. These are four young ladies who have known each other for over 20 years since, since college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oftentimes you, you'll hear, you never let a man come between me and your girl. You and your girl, I'm sorry. But in reality, you have to really think about how that situation evolves or is it really a, a matter of a man coming between you and him or is it what, what, what are the real motives behind why the dynamics of your relationships with your friends might be changed. Mm, I need this book, Miss Jackie. You don't even have to go no further. I need this book. <laughs> because I'm a firm believer that when things, uh, when we blame uh, other people for stresses and strains in our relationships, it's not those other people. It's something in that relationship between you and the other person that's not vibing. in uh, one or more are not willing to talk it out, deal with truth, and move forward. I need this exactly. And, and in this particular case, sometimes you know you have to stop and examine your own motives as to why you may not think that that person is good enough for your girl, or you don't want that person with your girl. Mm. You know, you have to really think about why do I really feel like this? Is it jealousy? <laughs> Possibly it could be is jealousy. It, is it, it you know be, neglect? Or insecurity or, yes. you know, and, and sometimes we just feel that maybe the dynamics of my relationship with my friend might change based on her new relationship or right. his new relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jackie, let me ask you this. In, in your opinion, I know I know what I think about it, and I think I know how Tanya feels, but in your opinion, do you think that men and women, men and women make dating and finding healthy, satisfying relationships harder or more complicated than they have to be? Absolutely, I do think they make it much harder. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people go into relationships or look at relationships from the wrong perspectives. By that, what, by that I mean we, we see somebody that we're attracted to physically, and we let mm-hmm. that be the basis of what that relationship is going to be built on. We don't take the time to really get to know people without getting into the sexual part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's where the complications come in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, and, and I'm still trying to, to wrap my mind around this, when you go out with a person one or two times, you automatically assume that now we're a couple. Mm. Which isn't necessarily the case. 
you know, people need to get to know each other before they start trying to define or classify what that relationship is. Because sometimes people that you date are not going to be your mates. They're just ultimately going to be your friends. But if you say, this is my man or this is my woman before you get into it, you know, you you just added a whole other level of complications that don't necessarily have to be there. It's called a soul tie, Miss Jackie. You get tied (laughs) to the soul. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't think people really truly understand the consequences or the ramification of what soul ties really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother show, too. That's a whole nother show. deal with that. That, that mm-hmm. might be, too. Yeah. Go ahead. You can explain it, Miss Jackie. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was going to say, you, you guys don't want me to start preaching, I do you? Go. You can go, preach. Go ahead, preach. Preach. <laughs> preach. preach. We need it. Go ahead, Miss Jackie. Miss Jackie even says, we need it. Bingo. Let's talk about it. Make it plain. Make it plain. <laughs> You know, seriously, I'm not a relationship expert, but what I've found is that I enjoy watching the dynamics of relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't always have to be in the middle of everything. Sometimes you just need to sit back and watch, and you'll see how things unfold, you know, not only in your life but in the lives all around you. And there's a lot to learn from just watching others, good and bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, when we talk about, um, relationships or, or men and women dating, um, think you know, when you think about it, people always say, but, yeah, I, I want a good-looking mate. But being good-looking on the outside doesn't necessarily mean that they're good-looking on the inside. Oh, right? You really preach. need to take time to get to know people before you start talking about, okay, I am in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And take it, taking it back to the book, you know, one of the things that happens with my characters is that is that um, this man is 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 a driver. He's a yeah. chauffeur. He's a cab driver, in his spare time. But he actually has a degree. He has a PhD. He's just doing something that he chooses to do. Mm. But the but these these people or Angie's friends are judging him based on what his job is, and we do that so much. We want to mm-hmm. judge people by what we see or what we think or what our perception of them is rather than getting to know them for ourselves. And in doing so, what we're doing is that we're, we could possibly be closing the door to our own blessings mm-hmm. because of what we perceive a person to be and not who they truly are. Yes. Oh, you hit it right on the nail. And that goes to really knowing who you are, first of all, and knowing what you want out of each each of your relationships, friendships, and companionship, because, see, when you know who you are and you know what you want out of a friendship, then you'll set those boundaries and expectations. Right, right. And then you have that open dialogue. When once somebody oversteps the bounds, you'll have that uh, open dialogue and y'all discuss it. And then uh, knowing what you want out of a relationship, you won't be rushed to say, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend or, you know, I need a title or, you know, all this stuff. And even when your friends do not agree with who you date, when you know what you want. It's like, okay, I, I I respect your opinion, but it's my life. And right, so, right. <clears throat> Let me ask you ladies a, some, a question. And it, I, I, I admire the fact that there are some women who will say to a man, you know what, I don't care so much how much you make as I do how you treat me. Can you be good to me? Can you be the leader that I need you to be? Can you, can you protect me? And I, I haven't seen... I may be one of the 17 people in the United States who haven't seen Daddy's Little Girls. But 
the principle is that uh, here's here's my question. You know, she. My understanding is that she is an attorney, probably six figures, um, and he is not six figures. Mm-hmm. My premise, as I talk to men, is you know, women who make that kind of money. Um, Number one, they don't need your money because they're already paying their own bills. So don't don't try to use that as an excuse not to meet her. But here's the thing. When you meet a woman like that, it's okay to have – when things are good in the relationship, when everything is fine, circumstances are good, then the fact that she makes more money than you is not – probably is not that big a deal. But and I'm talking more specifically about the woman who is an entrepreneur, where her she is the one who generates her income, not so much someone like a staff attorney or someone who is a, a senior level executive at a company, but um, where, for instance, someone in real estate, where their income comes from their effort. Um, when something goes wrong, let's say she gets sick, she has to have surgery, and she's she won't be able to work for three months. If she's making 175,000 a year and he's making 40, she's got a 170 100,000 $130,000 lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The man and I tell men, if if you don't have it, you need to have a plan so in place so that you can maintain everything until she gets back to where she can help you out again. <clears throat> I say that if you have to depend on her resources, to carry you through a crisis, are you really the husband? Because husband means hedge of protection. Now, um, I, I said you may not need to make what she makes, but you need to make enough to carry to to hold not only yours down, but hers too. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Well, you know, interestingly enough, one of the things that my character Angela has to do is really look at her lifestyle. Is yeah. You know, we, we, we tend to believe that, you know, it goes back to the old adage, he who collects the most toys wins. Mm-hmm. How important really is mm-hmm. that in, in, in making me happy? Exactly. You know, I believe, and today is living proof, that we live so far beyond what our means are just because that money is there that we think that, you know, it's like we have to we have to get more and more and more. We have to get the bigger house. We have to get the better car mm-hmm. rather than finding those things in our lives that are important. So, yes, having a nice house is important, but does it have to be that six-figure, you know, that $600,000 house? Is that really what makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that as a couple, you have to decide that. It's not a matter of who makes the most money, but what makes us the happiest. Mm. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. Right, and, and so sometimes we do have to change our spending like we're doing now. And uh, and read, like, I know when I uh, came of a certain age and uh, I had to analyze my spending, why I was buying certain things. And most some of the things I was buying was because I wanted to keep up with certain other circles and I wanted to be accepted in my social group. When I started finding out who I was and really being comfortable with myself, that type of spending stopped anyway because uh, now I wasn't trying to prove it. I bought things because I needed them or uh, it was like something I wanted. I wasn't trying to buy things to keep up with anybody. So I think you go through that too. Exactly. And I think, you know, one of the other things too is that um, again, it's not it's not all about the money, and I think unfortunately we as a people 
really do kind of evaluate or we want to we want to to put value to our relationships based on what our mate makes financially. And one of the reasons that the, 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 the topic of this book even came up is because I had a very successful friend who was a, who owned his own company, but he appeared to be a blue collar worker. And he said, he asked me, he said, why is it that most successful black women won't give me the time of day mm. based on wow. how I look? Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other side of the equation is that you'll find a lot of successful black women who are in their 40s, late 30s, you know, on up, who find themselves alone and wonder why aren't they married. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do with because we're looking at the wrong things when we're looking for a mate. It's not always about the money. Right. It's not always about the sex. It's yeah. not always about what you can do for me. It's yeah. about how we complete one another. And we can okay. work as a team because I tell people all the time, um, I know when my, my, my dad was alive and he was sick, you know, he was in the hospital for a few months. And so if my mother's and father's relationship were based on sex, then what would have happened in those two months that he was in the hospital uh, and they weren't together? So you have to think about the long haul in relationship, the what ifs, I call them. Um, exactly. When, when something happens, it really it goes back to the foundations of what your relationship is built on. And uh, I know... Uh, in your book, you say something about her girlfriend, and so when you clear your mind of that clutter of the girlfriend and realize, you know, everything they say is not golden or biblical, right. uh, and respectfully disagree, uh, then you can have healthy relationships, and it won't be about what job, what title. It'll be about the person, you and the person coming together to have healthy relationships and let love flourish. And actually, it goes. It, 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 it's a little wider than just the girlfriend. It's not just the girlfriends who are saying that she's not supposed to be with him. Mm. It's society as a whole that says wow. there are only certain people that we're supposed to be with. If you think about it, wow. because one yeah. one one of the the uh, catalysts for for her her, her um, anxiety is is that people, as a judge, she's supposed to be making these sound mm. decisions. People will begin to question her ability to to have sound judgment if they feel, or if they perceive that she doesn't have sound judge, judgment in her own personal life. Yeah. So how could she have sound judgment by sitting on the bench? I mean, mm-hmm. when you think about it, you know, it, it's the same thing with a lot of our public officials. We mm-hmm. want to judge everybody by a certain amount of standards that none of us can live up to. Wow, you said a mouthful, Miss Jackie. She did. <laughs> I think it's time to take up the offering. Uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> mouthful right there, and you're so you're so on it. Hmm. Yeah, that's something. That's good stuff. That's you really marinate good. Marinate on that, real talk, listeners. Marinate on that. But Ms. Yeah. Rick, before we go any further, can you give out your contact information? Okay, uh, my website is Jacqueline J A C Q U E L I N E D Moore M O O R E. Uh, Jackie Moore at JacquelineDMoore.com or Jackie Moore at VirtuousLiving.com. Okay. And my MySpace page is actually Mama Jack, M-A-M-A-J-A-C-Q. Okay. And I'm also on Facebook, Icy Color. Yeah, you know, I love invite, too. I need to ask you how you did that, but thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, 
and I am with Peace in the Storm Publishing. So I'm getting back to the book, uh, Serving Justice. It's available now at the Peace in the Storm Publishing site, and that's peaceinthestormpublishing.com. It's available on Borders, Amazon, and Target. Did I get everybody in there? Yeah. I want to thank uh, my mother, my father, God, first of all, for, no, seriously, um, Seriously, the academy. You like to thank the academy. The academy, yes, yes. yes. All the little people available. who helped me along the way. It's going to be officially available April twenty fourth. Did I read that right? Well, my launch party. I'm having a major launch party here in Detroit on April the twenty fourth. Okay. Uh, it, the book itself is, will be available officially available on April the first. But I'll tell oh, you okay. a little secret: if you ordered it online now with Borders, you can have it in the next few days. Wonderful. Hey, Miss Jackie, we have a caller who has their hand raised. I love callers, and this caller is from Washington State. So let's click them on. They might have something to contribute to your wonderful information. Welcome, 206, to Real Talk with Tanya White. How are you? Thank you. Hi, Miss Tanya. This is Dr. Bede. Hello. How are you? I am just wonderful. I have been enjoying the portion of the show that I've been able to come in on and I wanted to make a comment to what Jackie was just speaking about and yes. what the gentleman asked. And he mm-hmm. talked about the expectations. Are we making expectations based really upon what it is that we're satisfied with, or are we really making expectations based upon what others believe, what society has told us is what we should have? Mm-hmm. With Jackie's character, this young lady being a judge, but her making the decision to be with a man that really is someone she feels is best for her, but having to weigh the option of selecting what possibly is the best mate, but having that possibly cast a a shadow of doubt upon her decision-making abilities. So... Are we really being honest when we make these decisions? And whose uh, perception of success are we really basing our lives upon? Yes, Dr. Bree. And, I mean, and that goes back to that self-evaluation that you must do. You have to be whole before you want to attract any type of relationship, but especially companionship. And if you're not whole, then you're going to make those, you know, those flaky uh, decisions that cause nothing but trouble in the end, and you're always in dilemma. So I totally exactly. Agree. So I thought that the gentleman and Jackie did a very, very good job of explaining this, and awesome. I just really appreciate you, Jackie, for writing the book. Oh, thank you, Dr. B. You are so welcome, and congratulations on your release, and I pray God's favor over everything that you set your hand to in his name. Oh, I accept. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's what we do on Real Talk. Miss Dr. Breed is going to be with us next Thursday as we talk about another hot topic, women okay. in ministry, the men, okay. the myths, and the misunderstandings. So you just got a taste of what's going to occur next Thursday. Thank you okay. so much, Dr. Breed. Thank, Thank you, Dr. Breed. That was good. Okay, that was good. Bead. No R, just bead. Bead. Oh, bead. Dr. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Dr. That's bead, right. I did the same thing. That's so we, we appreciate you. We're excited about next Thursday. We're going to make it very, very interesting. So come, come with all your stuff, Dr. Bead. Okay. I might scare you. No, you, you can never scare Tanya White. 
Oh, uh, Tanya White, Dr. V, is serious, let me tell you, that is an anointed woman. I know, I've talked to her on the you. phone. I've talked to her on the phone, and I welcome all that. I welcome truth in my life, and she is one of truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm going to be ready, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, we're going to start praying. I'll send you uh, more about that, because we're going to have to pray about next week. But thank you, Dr. Breed. Bead. Thank you. Bede. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. much. So, so, so then the message, ladies, if I could, if I could, this is what I'm taking away from it is that having that kind of income is good. It's, it's, it's important, but it's not the most important thing. And, and, and as a man, I shouldn't feel, and I tell other men, not to feel diminished if a woman says to you, you don't make enough. What she's really saying to you is, I can't appreciate the other qualities enough in you that, that you're bringing to the table. Um, because so, so he may not even want to deal with that because, because she's reduced him to, to, to only a segment of who he is as a whole. Um, but that was enlightening for me as well. I may have to reconsider some, how, how I'm positioning some of the things that I'm saying. I, I, again, I do think it's important to be able to – I think a man still needs to have a plan and he still needs to understand that if she's used if she's used to driving, uh, I don't want to I don't want to make it a, a thing of material things. But what I'm saying is, if she's worked hard to get to a certain level, then he needs to at least understand that she may not be willing to give up what she's what she's worked so hard to get, with, unless he has a plan, and unless he can show her how what he's bringing can make her feel more fulfilled. That seems that like the, the, the dilemma in your book, right? Is that a dilemma in your book, Miss Jackie? It is a dilemma, but it's only a dilemma because it goes back to what really makes you happy. Okay. okay. So is we have to redefine happiness. Right. From right. the man yeah. and the woman. Exactly. Man and the woman has to redefine Exactly. It. You know, you get to a certain point, as I said, that having a lot of toys, it's great, but it doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. Is that what fulfills you? And the thing about it is, is that when you really get to know somebody beyond the materialistic things, you'll find that out. So, you know, before we get to that point about does she have to give up a car, these are things that you should have discussed beforehand. Right. right. These are right. things that you should know about your mate beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because you're absolutely right. If she says, well, you know, I'm not giving up my, 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 my jag. And if something happens to me, I expect you to step up to the plate. Then those are those are things that are defined before you get into the, seriously into that relationship. That's right. But again, it it it's it's weighing what's really important. Is is my relationship more important than a car? Is that car more important than my relationship? And I think that's what it really boils down to. It's not all about um, what am I going to give up by being with this person. It's what am I going to gain? Mm-hmm. Wow, How does, Miss Jackie, right we've come That's to the, the end word. of the road, but I am—I need to have you back because I feel the weight of the anointing in your voice. And mm-hmm. so, she's got a lot. She's got a oh, lot more. Oh my goodness! So we're, we're we're having um we're having some new stuff coming up in the summer, and uh, I, I'm gonna get with you because okay. you have a, a, a heavy anointing. Uh, uh-huh. And we're gonna talk about some spiritual stuff on our new. Uh, segment that we're going to have starting in June called First Sundays. It's going to come on First Sundays and we're going to get spiritual, have some spiritual talk. 
and I'm going to go back to my Bible study teaching roots and talk about spirituality. But I thank you so much. For oh, thank you, Miss Jackie. Before I go, man, on that note, may I also mention that I do write daily devotionals as well, which are updated on my website Monday through Friday. Yes. I am a what's perceived as a Christian author, and my devotionals are spiritual words of encouragement that are not preachy. I try to keep whatever I write, I try to keep it real, and I try to keep it where people can relate to it. No matter what you're going through. Hmm? That's why you're on Real Talk with Tanya White, because we we strive to do the same thing. (laughs) You know, I'm not trying to preach to anybody. All I'm trying to do is to help you understand that no matter what you're going through, there's a word that speaks to your spirit. Yes. Wow. Well, we are just just blessed. And I'm excited about serving justice. Um, And we're going to have you back for that and also other future shows. But I thank you. We appreciate you so much and your patience. We love you, Miss Jackie. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And again, I apologize that I came across so rough this today, but uh, at least I didn't start coughing on you guys. <laughs> no, uh, right, all right. You were fine. You were fine. We're gonna put your. You got your information up in the chat. Thank you so much, Miss Jackie, uh, for having all your information. Her information is in the chat. And Miss Jackie, if nothing else, you have a fabulous weekend. We pray for your. Your healing of your cold and warm weather mm-hmm. to come to Michigan, Louisville, Kentucky as well, and North Carolina, so we all can experience the warm weather. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. All right. Well, we're going to mute you. Well, continue to listen, all right? I'll be in the chat room. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lefario Boyd. And Tanya White. We have, I just love, I, I love having fun. And this oh, has and been so this, fun. this has been so good. I, I've been so enlightened just from talking to our two guests so far. And, um, hey, let me tell you, we have another one on deck. Miss Keisha Dawn, we, I see you, girl, and you, we're going to get you on in just a few moments. But, yeah, they were fabulous, weren't they, Lutheran? Yes, yes, yes. I love this show. I love this show. I get so much out of it, and, you know, whether it be um, learning something new or just, validation or or confirmation of something that I already thought to be a truth. And and then either you or one of the guests will shed light on it and reveal to me, okay, I am on the right track. I I do have an understanding of how this works, okay. Or or okay, here's a new perspective. Um you know, I'm I'm one of these brothers that's trying to push the push the envelope and and create some things and make some things happen because I have some goals in mind, and there's a certain way that I want to be able to keep my wife, you know. Right. Um, but but oh, you guys are saying that ultimately it's not the things. It's my oh. heart that makes the difference. It's the and, heart. Uh, but you still have to have that MSH factor. And it's <laughs> not because of the things. It's because, right. you know, as a husband, uh, women see Husbands as uh, protectors, providers, and even though, because there were many times my dad didn't meet the end goal of providing because of economic issues, because Mm -hmm. it just wasn't there. But Mm -hmm. because, you know, one day my dad worked three jobs, and, you know, it was in the 70s. Inflation was just ridiculous. But because he had the motivation, he had to get up and go, uh, my mother worked, and they were came together and had some things in place as a family. 
you know, even right. though the end result didn't come any time, my mother didn't feel like he was less than a man. Right, right. He had a plan, and he put his plan in action. So, mm-hmm. and that's the key. Young. I that's love key. it that, you know, that's our goal here, Real Talk with Tanya White. Yeah. You need to change your, no, I can't, and to yes, I can, and giving you yes, real I talk can. about real issues to enhance that's exactly right. your real life. And so, listen, Letharia, our first two guests were phenomenal. And yes. like always, we got to bring it on home with our third guest, Miss Keisha Dawn. She is the author. Keisha Dawn. Keisha Dawn. <laughs> Keisha, he is he's so silly, so I hope you're ready to have fun. But listen, Letharia, I read Keisha's book in a day, and I emailed her. She passed my little book, this Tanya test. I go to bookstores weekly, and I sit mm-hmm. in chairs and you know, I usually buy a book a week, and okay. the book I buy is the one that when I'm sitting in a chair, I can't put mm-hmm. it down. It's like I look up, and it's been 30 minutes or an hour, and I'm still reading the book. Mm-hmm. That's that's what her book did to me, and wow. I finished it in a day, and I emailed her. I was okay. like, this is so good. Her book deals with HIV, but HIV, betrayal, friendship, infidelity, her book has it all so we're going to bring her on right now. We're not even going to take a music break because we want to get her okay. in as much as possible. Okay. So welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Keisha Dawn. Hello, Miss Keisha. Hi, Tanya. How are you doing? I'm fabulous today, and we have a Hi, wonderful... Hi, Miss Keisha Dawn. Hi, Miss Keisha Dawn. Is it wrong? Did I say it wrong? No, no. That's, no, no. I said she, you said my name right. I just I like ah. it to hear my name said correctly. Because Dr. Right, he kept saying the gentleman. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the show, Keisha Dawn. Thank you all for having me. Listen, Keisha, mm-hmm. get right into your book. But before we do that, can you tell mm-hmm. us who you are in your own words? Sure. Um, well, I'm Keisha Dawn. I'm author of By the Grace of God, um, By the Grace of God Christian Fiction Novel, um, and that was published through Urban Christian. And I'm... Well, everybody call me an author these days. Publishers, yeah, yes. right now. Let's just yes. that. Yes, that's that. Publishers, let's pump that up, please. Let's pump it up. Urban Christian, um, they are doing big things, and I am so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, it's a great time right now. It's a great time. I love mm-hmm. love many of the authors, many, many, many authors. I do too. I, I read just as much as I do write, so I, I love reading the books. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. All right, we're ready to ask you some questions, Miss Dawn. Uh oh. Okay. So, <laughs> and I'll start it off. Um, what was so as you were as you were writing the book, Keisha Dawn? What now? What were? What was your purpose, or what did you want the reader to get to get out of out of uh, out of this um, this awesome work that you've done? Okay. Well, um, just to be honest, when I first started writing the book, I had no idea. Of course, like many authors, you know, you don't know in which direction um, your writing is going to go in. And so I had no idea whatsoever that I would be writing about HIV and AIDS. I had no clue. Um, I didn't know any more than the next person knew about um, HIV or AIDS or, you know, other than what I've seen on the television and in the news and so forth. So I had no clue. Um, but from from the from what it has become now, I think it was, you know, it, I was writing for a purpose. I didn't know what that purpose was while I was writing, maybe not even in the middle, but it's the end process of when people email me um, on a daily basis and they tell me how 
the, the whole story has touched them, that I did come to the conclusion that, you know, well, I, it was for a purpose because I had no idea whatsoever what, what I was writing about at all. Keisha, do you know I stayed up the whole night reading your book? <laughs> That's I mean, a good thing. I, I couldn't put it down. I was like, oh, my God. First of all, I had a friend. Oh, my God. I don't even want to give the whole story away. Uh-oh. But Ken, Ken, what's her name? Kendra? Kendra? What's her name? Not Gracie. Gracie. Oh, Kendra. Kendra. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was like, did she look in my life and pick out about three, four of my friends at that time? Oh, my goodness. I really wanted to jump through the pages and just mm-hmm. revert back to my old Tanya because I, like <laughs> I like to fight. <laughs> Not the old Tanya, huh? But now I fight with words and in the spirit. That's right. Physically. That's right. But I did want to do that with Kendra. But I know. She was, oh, my God. She was a villain, wasn't she? She was, she was something oh my, else. Oh, my. I'm not even going. She makes me mad as I speak. But... <laughs> Okay, you got to get her book. By the grace of God, is just so. Thank you. You will not put it down, and I've read it Thank like you. three or four times already. So. Thank you very much, and I love that review that you that you gave me. It was so personal, and I just loved it. I mean, I've gotten other uh, reviews on it, but the one that you gave me, and I don't have it right here by me, but it was just, it just, I really enjoyed it. Well, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Real, and you know, when I'm passionate about something, I have to put it in words, as you know, as a writer. But it really yeah. was. It, it it just motivated me, and I'm so excited about the sequel. But we're going to get to that in just a minute, you guys. Okay. We have a caller, yay, from five one zero. Let's click them on. They have the hand raised. Okay. The Real Talk with Tanya White, area code 510. Hello? Wait just a second. I'm not talking. It's the block talk. Hello, 510. Hi, this is Wanda Campbell. Hi, Wanda. Listen, Hi. I'm, I'm excited about having you on here about your book illusions, but thank you so that's, much. That's another time. Another <laughs> 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 right. But, you know, I'm over here going broke because I need to raise both you and Brother our Offering because y'all just been hitting it tonight. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I like you, Tanya. I read Keith's book in a day. Oh, my God. I started at, I think, like 9 in the morning. I picked it up on my way to work, and by that evening, I had finished it. I enjoyed it so much. I'm so proud of Keisha. Thank you, Wanda. She did She did email me. She was like, Keisha, you stuck your foot in that. And I was like, okay, then. <laughs> that Miss Wanda Kimball is also urban Christian fiction. Am I yes, correct? Yes, ma'am. The yes, she is. In the game right now. If you don't yes, know, you better ask somebody. That's right. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yes, you just had a release in March, wasn't it, Wanda? The beginning of March? Okay, but we're talking about your book yeah. now. Okay. She'll, be, she'll be on the, the 26th, though. She'll be on Real Talk. All right, the then. 26th. But, yes, yeah, I, Wanda, I agree with you. I read it, and I just couldn't put it down. Try to go to sleep, and I'm wow. like, uh-uh, I got to find out what's going on. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you very much for that. That that does give me some great inspiration to keep on. You know, sometimes you get weary as a writer. And you're like, oh, I, I can't think of a story. I can't go on. But when you get uh, people that are really into the story and really get what you're trying to um, say, you know, through the words, that really t- that really does something to you as a writer. So thank you all very much. You're so welcome. So deserving of it. Keep it up. 
Thank men, you. Can, men, can you help me out here, please? Can we have some <laughs> men calling in, please? Are all Is it just the women that are cerebral and who are readers and who are creative? Come on, guys, help me out now. I can't hold it all oh. down by myself. Listen, we uh, have some men in the chat, and I would love for you all to call in. Give the number, Lothario. Okay, that number, again, is 347. Let me find. Uh, let me find. I'm just trying to keep up with it. 347 215 and that you'll be calling Real Talk with Tanya White. Come on, man. We let's let not let's not the, let let's not let the ladies just take the forefront on this because we're smart too. We yeah. read too. Maybe not as much. Month. Maybe not as much. It's Women's Month, and we're celebrating every woman this All month. All right. So you All know. right. Yeah. So men, help me celebrate the ladies, please. I can't hold it down by myself, but I will try my best if I have to. <laughs> a fabulous job with stereo. But Keisha, let's get back to Miss Wanda. Did you want to stay on? Yeah, I'm gonna listen for a while. Okay, well, thank you so much, Colin. We're gonna mute you out. Thank you, Wanda. Okay, thank you. Okay, Miss Keisha. Yes. No, we're not gonna talk anymore about by the grace of God because you have to buy the book. Where can they buy the book? Anywhere where books are sold, most definitely. Um, Borders, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, wherever, Walmart. Yes. That's where I first saw my, okay. my book on the shelf at Walmart. I wasn't even looking for my Yay. book. I was going in to find my, my weekly book or what have you, and I looked up and said, now that looks familiar to me. <laughs> it was my book. So yes. I said, well, praise yes. God. <laughs> for being in yes. okay? Yes, yes, thank so you. So major, so major. All right, Luther, do you have any more questions for Ms. Keisha? Well, I, yeah, well what, would, now, what, what, are, what are some tips that you would give to a, a new author who wants to get their book, their book published? What are some things that you would think would be helpful to somebody who's just getting started and who really just feels like they've got that, that, that one story that everybody needs to hear or read about? What, what would you suggest to them? Right. I feel that um, being a writer, if you are serious about writing and you feel that you have talent, and and not only talent, but you have a purpose behind it, because that's how I, I um, as a writer, that's what I pull from myself is a purpose. So uh, to say purpose, uh, purpose, I mean like to pursue your dream. You may have to prepare yourself for a few rejections, but if yes. that's the case, you know, you have to look into self-publishing. I originally uh, self-published, uh, and when I say self-published, I mean I took the print on a demand route or whatever. I didn't go through the whole process of getting a publishing name and so forth. Uh, because front of demand was better for me at that time. But if you are really serious about your your craft and you are getting rejections, you know, just step out on faith and go for what you know and take it from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Most and definitely. one thing you said you have to uh, – I think you said this, and maybe this is in my mind. Did you say you have to study your craft? Did you say that? Maybe that was I, did I say that? I don't know. Now you have to rewind yeah, that because I can't you remember. Did, you did. You I did. did. Okay. Uh-huh. So you uh, study, study your craft. craft. Yeah. Another year has passed. I'm older, so I, I might have said it. <laughs> well, you you got to be enough. on point. You got to have your yes. height. Have it tight. Yes. So that is true. You, you, they be like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. And you're right, talking you know what you're doing. Miss Keisha. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. You said, let's, you said that you didn't know anything about HIV and AIDS, which is really a growing epidemic, especially among right. American women. Right. Which, you know, and... And I have somebody in my family with uh, AIDS, who's, uh, not AIDS, HIV, um, mm-hmm. a, a black female, and she has mm-hmm. kids, and she falls in that, you know, the the age range for getting it. And so right. uh, sometimes we think that disease is far between, mm-hmm. and it's exactly. definitely going to touch us. 
But I guarantee, I think the last statistics, if I'm not mistaken, was one in four, uh-huh. four people with HIV. Was that it? Maybe there was another. Yeah, it's it's growing. It's it's a constant uh, growth. And no, I don't claim to be an expertise in the area. Um, you can find the numbers anywhere. But it, it's growing. It's not slowing down any. Um, doesn't look like anytime soon anyway. So, but it, yeah, that's something that. When I wrote that book, like I said, I didn't have anything. I didn't know anything about it, what have you. And me personally not knowing someone, or at least I don't think I know anyone with HIV or AIDS or what have you. But me not even knowing anyone, I think that, you know, that story came straight from God and into my heart for me to go out and, and, you know, and just tell a story so that it can hopefully help someone along the way, some kind of way. Well, you did the homework because the emotions that um, were conveyed, the reactions that were conveyed were so uh, real. Right, and there's so many, yeah, there's so much information out there on it that when you get, you know, beneath the surface and you really found out what this HIV/AIDS is doing in our own communities to our women, to our children, it's really heart wrenching, and it's very important that we we don't stop talking about it. Just like um, September 11, people stop talking about it, so you think it's not there. So we have to continue to talk about it. And and though HIV, this my book is it talks about HIV, and the the next book on the shelf may talk about HIV as well. There's all there's all kind of stories that can come from this thing. You know, that's what it is. So it needs to be talked about so that somebody can stop it. You know, and that's that's us. We we have to stop it. And, you know? and to me, the most frightening thing is we probably have more information about HIV and AIDS now than ever before, and yet it, yeah. continue, it, it continues in its proliferation, particularly in our community. And that mm-hmm. is really scary to me. It means that yeah. despite all the information, despite everything that's out there, people are mm-hmm. even more careless. Uh, right. and, and I know there's a, large, there's a certain percentage that are getting it un, unknowingly, un, unwearingly. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. but these, but these but these people like the 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 men who are the, with the download lifestyles and stuff like that right. who who are not it's 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 not enough that they're not acting responsibly in that they're not being faithful to in their in their marriages but right. but then to to go out protect and and to and to potentially not only endanger themselves but uh-huh. their 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 wife and family. Uh-huh exposure to this disease, I, I just can't understand it. I, I just don't understand well, the even, thought process. Even not married people, like in Keisha's book, uh, right, right. these were dating people, uh-huh. uh, and infidelity played right, part right. of it. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, and you're, I must say, you're a Christian author, so your your yeah. character, your main character was a Christian, and she made reference right. to how she uh, did not live according to her Christian principles. Right. It's like rushing things before you even know what you're getting into, you know. Um, Just don't fall into the trenches just because, you know, they're there. You know, I mean, it's it's old school to some people, um, and it was old school to me too, you know. Well, wait until you get married or whatever. But, you know, you really have to do your homework these days because people are not going around like when we first heard about HIV and AIDS. They're not going around with sores on their face or they're, you know, getting extra thin because this medicine is covering it up. So we can't right. see it. That's why it's still out there. That's why it's still running rapid. And people are not, you know, I don't know if they're not believing it, but it's because they're not seeing it. They don't see the effect of it. So that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. If we're trying to pretend like it doesn't exist, if we pretend it's not there, then it will, it'll just match, it'll just go away. Maybe it won't affect us. Do you think we're just walking around with, with blinders mm-hmm. on and just we just hope that it won't happen to us? We just try to overlook it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I do. I do believe that. I believe that. 
um, what you don't see, you know, it's not there. So how can it hurt me if it's not there? You know, I just think that we are really closing our eyes to it, trying to, you know, make believe that, you know, it's not going to be me. That, that's what it is. It's not going to be me because not even that. I, I, I hold responsibility on on women too who are engaging in unprotected sex. Not to say, not to not to mention, unprotected sex leads to unwanted pregnancy, leads right. to low income uh, families, oh, single parent yeah. home, and so. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, I talk single for so long, and then you know, I love talking about relationships. So when I see mm-hmm. people engaging in those rush relationships and I think right. somebody was on here in February we was talking about relationship reruns and said that people rush into physical sexual relationships before mm-hmm. getting, you know, intimate and uh ne- emotionally naked with one another. We'll get physically mm-hmm. naked. Um wow. sex people it only lasts for so long and you think mm-hmm. because it's the forbidden fruit and so people mm-hmm. think they gotta have it. Well what you gonna get <laughs> It's something that you don't want to have. Right. Unprotected sex. And so. And and that's just the thing. I think people are, are, I think they're looking for love, but I think they're still still wanting to believe that or still want to believe in love. And when the other party won't budge until sexual favors are transferred, I think people give in hoping that ultimately they can then fall in love, you know. Mm. So I think that's where the whole thing is. A couple of weeks ago, too. Didn't you uh-huh. know about what men, <laughs> the categories <laughs> men put women in? The four categories. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, you know, once they put you in that category, yeah, <laughs> sex is not going to change anything. Is that, mm-hmm. is that true? Mm-hmm. No. Very, very rarely do they move out of those categories. Yeah. And you know exactly. what? I think I think what people are looking for is to feel good. Yes. And and so, Absolutely. and let's just say sex. Okay, we everybody's grown. It's real talk. Mm-hmm. Sex feels good. good. And what we do is we have sex, it makes us feel good for the moment. So then we try we try to legitimize it by saying, Okay, well, I'm in a relationship now, so that makes it all right. But you said that you You said that. Yeah, you said that. (laughs) So now but see what happens is that we start realizing that we need other things besides because the sex ain't gonna always be good. So no. now you need. So you built something on with. You built this feel good thing with somebody you barely know or don't know well enough, and mm-hmm. you start. And so now you have all these expectations and all these unrealized un, 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 unrealized expectations and all these frustrations based mm-hmm. on something that you really shouldn't have been. You really shouldn't have been doing to begin with. Because right, because you really don't know that person anyway. Yeah, you, you don't you know, know that person. And, and, and remember, yeah. the thing about it is the sex is not to make the other person feel good. It's to make you feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, we're, we're, mm-hmm. People are having sex to make themselves feel good because mm-hmm. they're saying, I must be desirable because this person is having sex with me. So therefore, I must, so therefore I must. So therefore, I must have worth. I must have value because this person wants me sexually. Wow, boy, you said a mouthful, Mr. Boyd. Mr. Boyd, you Mr. Boyd. said a mouthful. Every second Thursday to kick the real talk about relationships from a male perspective. Ms. Kim, a male. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know you said. Oh yeah, that's good. You said it. Yeah, you said that. Miss Keisha Don. There's truth in that. Quickly before we have to let you go. Okay. Back though. All right. Again, I want to say this is on Tanya's top ten. All right. I'm serious about that. Oh, thank you. 
Oh, my God. By the grace of God, you need to get it right now. I think it's on the Real Talk blog site. If not, go to Keisha Dawn Wrights. Is that Give your encouragement. Yes, KeishaDawnWrites.com. And Amazon. Yeah, let, let me, right, and let me spell that Keisha because, you know, it can be spelled plenty of ways. Yes. It's K-E-S-H-I-A-D-A-W-N-W-R-I-T-E-S.com. Yes. Miss Keisha, you have a sequel coming out for about I do. Oh, tell us quickly about that. I do. I do. And it's uh, titled His Grace, His Mercy. And I won't tell you all of it because I don't want to give up all the juice, but I do want to let you know personally that, you know, Kendra's going to try to redeem herself some in oh, here. Okay. I'm going to like her. Well, I don't, be, I don't know if you're going to like her. <laughs> I didn't say all that. Okay. <laughs> but, but it does pick up um, six years later whereby the Grace um, leaves off. And, and Gracie is married, and her marriage is tested by her inability um, to stay in her lane. And I know, you know, women are going to say, what do you mean stay in her lane? But it's the I truth. Know what you you know, it's the truth. Yeah, it's the it's truth it. of saying that, you know, in all relationships we can waver and, and overstep our boundaries. So um, that's what you I mean in that. But stand up, Miss Keisha Don. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit back down. Sit down, please. Yeah, and then, then you have a friend, her friend girl, Kendra, and she's battling her own her demons from her own past. And forgiveness is definitely um, places a part of the sequel, but it does go deeper in dealing with depression as well as failing to um, wait on God's answer for your life. So Woo. I'm excited about that. And it comes out in September, and I'm just thrilled, and I cannot wait. I'm going to get on your calendar. So I know it's okay. like six months in advance, but I need yes. you I need you to come talk about that one too. I will we'll be have back. We could have intimate conversation hour. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. About both. I would um, love to. That's wonderful. Listen, I'm writing it down on, in black ink, so you know when people write it in black ink, it's a done yes, deal. Right. It's and a I'm done gonna, deal. I'm going to send you a request. Ms. Thank Ms. you, Miss Tanya. You have been fabulous. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I am excited to be here. And um, you are doing big things, so I, I, I do count it an honor and a privilege to be here. Well, Speaking of you, so thank you all. <laughs> thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Great. We're going to follow up with you later. But okay. our time is quickly going away, so we're going to mute you out, Miss Keisha Don. You have a fabulous right. weekend. Thank you. You all have a good it's night. It's a meeting. You were wonderful talking with you. Same here. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Mr. Boyd. Miss White. You have gotten rave reviews once again tonight in the chat. Oh, uh, wise. Oh, well, well, thank you. Uh, it's so much. Your show needs to be four hours. Oh, no, don't say that. I can talk for, <laughs> see, this will get me in trouble. I can talk four hours for real. But we're going to, speaking of, and that's a good segue, it's starting in April. It's going to be a new season, new format. New okay. topics, new co-hosts like Mr. Boyd, uh, and we're going to cut it down to 90 minutes. We're going to nip okay. it in 90, but it's going to still be powerful. It's still going to be real talk. And like I said, in, in uh, sep- not September, when are we doing it? In the summer, we're going to mm-hmm. add a first Sunday special uh, show where we're just going to talk about spiritual issues, religion, church, leadership. It is going to be on first Sundays, and we're trying to finalize the time. So you can have me uh, twice uh, a week, one week a month. So, But I thank okay. you so much for your encouragement, Mr. Boyd. About yeah, I'm, I'm in your corner. <laughs> I'm in your corner. Um, 
I would love to talk for hours. Maybe, hey, maybe you never know. Maybe Kathy Hughes will call me and ask me to do, you know, something on Radio 1 or something like that, you know. Well, you know maybe an HBO special or like you oh, could do a mini series or something. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get TV ready, and that's where my uh, fabulous Fierce and Fit 40 cam- campaign comes in, which I'm okay. on it. And okay. I have 21 okay. more months, and I'm getting, I'm getting ready for that. So maybe wonderful, wonderful. In 21 more months, you know what I'm saying? I can grace the TV world. Okay. All right. But well, Mr. Okay. Boyd, what what can what do you want to leave with the Real Talk audience? Wait a minute. Let me say thank you to everyone's in the chat. We've had an awesome chat. Great conversations tonight, Mr. Lothario Boyd. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, I, I really enjoyed it. And and it doesn't even it's not it doesn't feel like work i mean it doesn't it's just so much fun and and the the guests are so so gracious and the and the people in the chat um they're so open and the p- people call in and you you're such a gracious host and um i i you know i it's like a big party to me and i just feel so so blessed so not even fortunate blessed to be a part of this you know to really be a part of what you're doing I, I, anything, if anything you need me to do, you just let me know, and I, I am here for you. You are so gracious, so kind, and we appreciate you being on every second Thursday because we're going to talk about love and relationships every second Thursday. It's going to be hot Wonderful. like it was tonight. Wonderful. Um, you bring such wisdom from a male perspective that we need I'm to hear. Trying. I'm we need a male voice. <laughs> well, I'm te- you know, I keep telling you, I don't say anything. Unless it's real and true, but listen, Lothario, give them your information because we want them to get this fabulous book once again, the man's okay. guide to finding the perfect mate. All righty. Um, again, my name is Lothario Boyd, and um, that's L A T H E R I O Boyd, said. and <laughs> and you can um, you can look at the book at um, uh, Gibraltar publications.com um, there, there you can order it as well um, through PayPal or you can contact me directly at um, Lothario Boyd at yahoo.com um, you know I'd love to talk with if you have questions not you know you can send me emails I'm, I'm available for questions or what have you um, <clears throat> I'm just in, you know I'm just enjoying doing you know what I'm doing and being having an, such a wonderful opportunity as to share on um, this wonderful program. Um, Tanya has been so gracious. She's been such a mentor and such a okay. um, uh, well, role model. Over here with Bless. <laughs> well, you sh- well, you should because it's and I don't give those out. I don't give those out. Um, I'm not given to hyperbole. Um, if I don't believe it, I don't say it. Um, it's just like when I tell somebody I love you. I'm not, if I don't mean it, I'm not going to say it. And 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 not many people are doing what you're doing, Tanya. And um and for and for and this is just the cut. You're just on the verge. This thing is about to be big. This oh, thing is about to be huge. That Mr. Boyd. And and I want to Jesus. In the name of and I and I want to be a part of it. I'm going to be a part of it. So. You're so um, gracious, so kind. Uh, once again, so lovable, Mr. Larry. Stereo Boy is going to be with us every second Thursday. We're down to 60 seconds. Go to TanyaWhite.com. Uh, get relationship reruns. It's number 15. 
uh, on Black Christian Book Company, bestsellers list. Uh, Sign up for Tanya's tips. Join us next week. We have three shows, uh, Sunday, Tuesday, and then our regular Thursday. Next week we're talking about women in ministry. It is going to be hot. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Uh, Blog Talk with Tanya, uh, what is it? Blog Talk Radio backslash Real Talk with Tanya White. We're going to mm-hmm. cut out. Uh, Lothario, you'll be back once again next month this time. We're going we're yeah. gonna to have some hot topics. All right? I promise you. I look forward to it. Yes. Uh, we're going <laughs> to end with what other than Taint. Please don't go because it ain't worth it. Sex, <laughs> infidelity, it's not worth it. Take your time. Find the love you deserve and the love that's healthy and pure, and won't give you a lot of drama. Don't you agree, Mr. Boyd? Absolutely. All right, so we're going to close out. Remember, keep the rated our life. Keep it real, keep it refreshing, and keep it relevant. Join us next Thursday at our regular time, but also join us Sunday. We're talking about dating do's and don'ts for women. Hot show once again. All right, so we're going to close out with Tank. Please don't go. Love you guys. Bye, everybody.
knocking on the door, but you don't hear me. Yeah. 